Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey, welcome back to part two of this incredible interview of our broadcast with Stacy Dash. Many of you know her from Clueless, the movie, TV series, really uh, incredible actress and film star. And more recently, Stacy has uh, starred in the movie Roe v. Wade, which uh, you probably couldn't see yourself doing, you know, 20 years ago. No. Uh, right? This was a big step and a huge impact on people's hearts and lives. Mm. But to kind of pick up from yesterday, and if you didn't see or listen to yesterday's program, you got to go back. You've got to listen because it really does explain your heart um, and passion of why you did this movie. You being on an abortion table, being rolled in, and God speaking to you, saying, no, save your son, have your son. And again, I, I just want people to go back and listen to put in context because it's amazing. And she's been born again five years. People always do this. They're like, oh, gosh, another Hollywood conversion. Not the case here because you've taken it in the chops. You have, you've been persecuted for righteousness sake. Uh, I mean, you had your Instagram account completely deleted with nuts. Uh, you've had people want to stop your voice. Yeah. And you felt the hounds of hell literally mm-hmm. on your life. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we talked about us praying for you, how we really, how we met. We were in Iraq. And again, uh, seeing God do a breakthrough in your life through the demonic was powerful. Mm-hmm. Here we are these years later, and we're excited for what God is doing. And obviously, we've become really good friends. You're you're visiting us here in Colorado. I'm excited for people to understand that there's a cost to faith. Mm. And we live in a country where Christianity has become cultural. Mm-hmm. People kind of yield. And it's easier that way yeah. to mm. try to keep the masses loving you if you don't disagree, if you don't take a stand. But it's not the best. That's not what the Lord would have us to do. Uh, you have taken a stand. And when you made this film, Roe v. Wade, the enemy got really ticked at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a, <laughs> as a friend once told me, that's his job. Yes. <laughs> so t- his job. tell us about your experience. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, and you know, it's crazy. Here's what's really crazy. You know, I got this film. Mm. My son. Really? They went to my son to find me, to play Dr. Mildred Jefferson. My son got me this film. Wow. Just, that's incredible. That's how, only God. Only, only God. God. Oh, my. And Dr. Mildred Jefferson, amazing woman. She was the first black woman to graduate Harvard Medical School, first black woman to be a surgeon at Boston University Hospital, and the founder of the Right to Life Foundation. So she was a believer in the right to life, and she was pro-life from a scientific Right. And from a faith-based point of view. But 
really from her Hippocratic oath, which was, I will hurt no life. I will do no damage to a human life. And she believed life begins at conception. And she was just a phenomenal powerhouse. So to have the honor of playing her, but also to have my son bring me this role was amazing. And I mean, we had to change the name of the film. Mm-hmm. We had to change it to 1973 because no one would give us locations. You know, producers wouldn't want to be a part of it. People didn't want to touch it mm. because it was dealing with Roe versus Wade and the true story behind the case and how it happened and how it got reversed. And, you know, it's important. It's important for people to understand that, to understand what really went on mm. with that, that case the truth. The truth. Yeah. And, and right now, th- there's people that are watching and listening. They haven't seen it yet. Mm-mm. What's one of the best ways for them to watch it? It'll be streaming live and on demand Okay. in April. Whenever you're watching this, if it's before April, hang on. And if it's after, <laughs> get on it. We need people praying for you. Mm-hmm. And that is my appeal to our audience. Yeah. The stand that you took, the role that you played, the truth that's exposed, you've already received pushback and hatred from it. Uh, everything from trying to silence your voice, limiting you. This is very real. It's very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know the enemy has his hand, and I'll say the left or whatever, extremists in film, media, big tech. And it, it, is, a, it is a war that's going on for the hearts and minds. Ultimately, I think of our children. Yeah, the future generations. The the future future. generations. And, you know, here's the thing, the most important thing, I think, right now. What is it that they're holding on to? The most powerful thing that a person can do is, you know, not kill someone else. Not kill a president or or a government or destroy a religion. It's an idea. Mm. And what's damaging us right now is an idea. It's an idea that's taken root and it's been taking root for, what, 50 years now? Yeah. It's this idea of a complete acceptance, right? Acceptance of everything. Be, be tolerant. Tolerant. Yes. And accept anything. Mm-hmm. But if you accept anything, you'll fall for everything. Mm-hmm. And that can't be. If all things are equal, there is no freedom. Everything can't be equal. And I don't mean as far as people are concerned. I'm talking about as far as ideas are concerned and truth. There is one truth. There is only truth. Truth is not something that's up for interpretation or else it wouldn't be truth, right? And I think that right now we all have to be willing to listen to truth. We have to be willing to have compassion, empathy. Because there's truth and then there's what their opinions have them believing is a truth. But the only way for that to be, have any inception into that, right, is through understanding, compassion, listening. There's no way for us to do that through anger. Right. There's no way for us to do that through hatred. Jesus told us that. The only way he could get through was his love. His love was what got through. Are y'all listening to this? I mean, this is real wisdom on how to fight an ideology that is destroying our nation Mm -hmm. and ultimately is rooted in the enemy's works. 
uh, in the force of darkness. Mm-hmm. You're talking about this, and I'm thinking about ISIS. Dash. I mean, just today we're on the phone with one of our orphanages in Iraq, and it's a Christian one, and and, and you know, still the fear uh, that the enemy will try to bring and destroy. ISIS has a ideology that they push into a false narrative mm-hmm. uh, to try to win the hearts and minds of people mm-hmm. to the point of they're willing to blow themselves up. And um, in America, this my truth, your truth is not my truth. It, it starts to blur the lines excessively on what's even a fact versus an opinion. So I would rather, just like you said, tell somebody, well, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Without anger, because then there's no offense. Right. right. Easily offended, easily fooled. Yes. Right? So our job is to do this without offense. Right. And and without compromising, compromising. our values. So the other thing that's very interesting that's happening is people are told to apologize mm. yes. because <laughs> the color of their skin or not color of their skin. Or age. Or age. So Things we I, don't have any control over. Th- right. So I've heard it said that there are two things that are sacred. One is a person's gender, and the other is a person's nationality. Mm-hmm. There's those We cannot change that. I so believe that statement. Our culture now is making people apologize for that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've abdicated too much to the government versus the body of Christ to make a difference. Uh, Whether poverty or single moms or whatever, it's not programs that's going to rectify or save our country. And it's not even throwing money at the problems. It's people caring and having compassion and saying, hey, I want to get to know my neighbor. Hey, I want to help with this down here. Oh, there's a single mom who needs help. Well, let's help her. You know, I just think there's so much to be done in in that realm. But uh, Again, it's the content of somebody's character that matters. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that we absolutely talked on that. Wouldn't it be interesting on applications where they do ask for your ethnic background? It, instead, they said character issues. Are you an honest person? Mm. <laughs> do you have integrity? <laughs> do you cheat? Do you Lie. steal? Isn't that more important? Yes. Yes, across the board. Mm-hmm. I think so. Even I've said about the Christian community, I'm more interested in a person's character at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had somebody um, wrongly put down Muslims, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, you know Muslims. I'm like, do you know any? Uh, and they're like, or you I said, hey, look, we have friends who would give their life for us mm-hmm. because we live part of our time in the Middle East. We travel to predominantly Islamic countries where there are people that want us dead. And I remember one time to prove the point, the, the level of someone's character, Hassan, Hassan who, you know, he's, he's head of our security. And when I brought my family over, like all the, the kids, that one summer into Iraq doing the fighting, everything's, you know, definitely high threat, but we have redundancies of security. I asked Hassan, I said, Hassan, my children are here. My wife is here. I need to know. And I got really close to him. Looked in his eyes and I said, I know you have young daughters. I need to know if ISIS finds out you're working for me and they snatch one of your kids. Are you going to roll my family over? Are you going to turn my family over to ISIS? Which is how things are done there. 
And I was watching the side of his neck for his pulse rate. I was watching his pupils. Only thing I saw was his eyes tear up. And he said, to this day, it still staggers me. He said, brother, I am young enough to have more children, but I can never have another one of you. I will never, I'll never sacrifice you. And he got emotional about it. And he said, you're my big brother. I can never have another big brother like you. That's a level of character. That's a level of love and sacrifice and honor. Uh, and this is a Muslim man speaking yeah. to a Christian man. Yes, yeah. So when people attempt to call me a racist or anything, I just go, you're a bonehead, move on. You have no clue who we are. So I think there's a great opportunity in the future for our country to unite mm -hmm. uh, without extremism, yes. left or right. right. Left or right. right. Left or right. There are right wing Christians who are just Extreme. so angry. Oh, I, I, I mean, hateful. Right, right. It's, just, it, it's, it's not even civil discourse. It's, it's almost like their tongue is set on fire from hell. Jesus tells us, I send you out as sheep among wolves. Mm -hmm. Be as wise as serpents and gentle as doves. There's a balance. It's, and I don't think a lot of people understand what that means. Right. <laughs> it, it, <yeah>. um, <laughs> He's not saying lay down right he's just saying be as wise as a serpent yeah. and as gentle as a dove some people really are super pacifist because of fear mm -hmm. and they're like whatever wants to happen happen i don't mm, care but i don't think wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove means be a pacifist no no that's what i mean i don't uh, yeah, think a lot I, of people understand what that means i agree i had someone say to me a pastor he said you know we are sheep in wolves clothing christians we are sheep in wolves' clothing, and I like that. Mm. And I actually have a tattoo on my body that says "Wolf of God." And I thought, you know, it does make sense because we are human. Yeah, we are fallible. Right. We are sinners. Yeah. And right now, sheep are just going along. Oh, they're where, yeah, they're being know, taken to the slaughter. Taken to the slaughter. And that's yeah. dangerous. That's dangerous. And, we, and following people who are misleading them, mm -hmm. they think that. It's a sincere move. Mm -mm. Yeah. So as believers, we have God's mind. We need to be moving in that. And think about this. You know, there's also a saying that say, you throw me to the wolves, mm -hmm. I'll return leading the pack. Oh, there mm -hmm. you go. I really do get that. You know, we're in a funnel. Mm -hmm. And we personally believe that Christ is going to return. Yes. At the end of days, things are going to get tighter, darker, yes. tighter and darker until we, until we blow yeah. out the end. And this is a great opportunity for us as Christians to be active, involved, engaged, love, yep. not be driven by hate and anger. Yep. You can stand for something. My gosh, I've trained so many people over the years even to, to do things that keep evil away from our country. Mm -hmm. But I remember talking to a, a, a team, and I, they were battle-hard, and they just come out from combat, and a lot of killing. I just said, hey. You don't have to hate the enemy to kill him. And there was a collective sigh. It was like people took a breath. <sighs> I was just going, sometimes you have to stop the manifestation of evil. That's it. But you don't have to hate or don't let the darkness mm -hmm. get involved. And for the U.S., I would just say this. If people want to take back 
or see our values and our position and beliefs appreciated more, then it's hard work. It's not just prayer. It's prayer and faith and action. And training. And training. You mm-hmm. have to understand and be ready to make sacrifices, starting with, you know, volunteering for the children's ministry. Yes. Get involved in your school board. Run for positions of leadership in your city, mm-hmm. your state. Uh, stop looking to the White House to be the savior. That won't happen. Mm-hmm. We need great men and women in every political realm, but in the small ones too. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I think people are going, both conservative Christians and even people who are liberal, yeah, going, wow, yeah, we do need to kind of come to center yes. a little better. So I'm excited about the future. I'm grateful for someone like you in that realm of entertainment, <laughs> using your gifts I'm excited. and talents. Yes. I'm excited to get back into it. I really yeah. am because I do believe that I have nothing against liberals. I have many friends who are liberal that I love and adore. Of course. I love and adore. So this whole thing about, you know, conservatives hate liberals. No, I, do, I, I don't. I, I agree to disagree. Right. I respect your opinion. But that's your they? opinion. That's the, that's the other thing. The I just want you to respect yeah, my opinion, on. too. Please respect me. It goes both ways. Right. Respect us to go both ways. That's what true tolerance is, right? You know what I tell people who I staunchly disagree? Do you still love me? Yeah. Because I love you. Because I love you. Come on now. Right. So. Well, and, and that's where the challenge is going to be for you. Yeah. When you're back in this arena and people are not going to agree with you, even yeah. though you're not putting up a fight, are you still going to stand? Will you be able to stand? Stand for your faith, not cave in. I I know you. I know you yeah. will. But how can people specifically be praying for you, Stacy? Just to give me wisdom and discernment. Okay. And to help me to give all glory to God, mm-hmm. and to stand when I'm supposed to stand, and to be quiet when I'm supposed to be quiet. There you go. Okay. There's power and quietness as yes. well. Yes. It's not always about swinging. And you taught me that in your in training. You know, yeah. it's not about re, don't react. Respond. Respond. Mm-hmm. Respond. There you go. Yes. Look at you. Assess. Yes. And then act. Yeah. Right. I would ask for people to pray for that for me, and also to pray that you know those mountains be removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the doors that God wants open be open, that no man can shut, and the doors that God wants shut be shut, and no man can yes. open them. Yeah. Amen. Now, how can people follow you? Are you back on Instagram? Yes, Stacy L Dash. Because there's a lot of Stacy no. Dash. Okay. Out. It's yeah. just Stacy L Dash. I'm working on getting it verified right now. Okay. And Stacy Dash across all the other platforms. Okay. Twitter, Facebook. I'm still Stacy Dash. It's so just make Instagram. sure you follow the right one. Stacy L Dash. And how do you spell Stacy? S T A C E Y. Because <laughs> okay. yes. you, you got a lot of imposters out there. Yes. Last so two, last two questions. We always ask every person okay. we get sit down with. Uh, first one is now because we're friends and we love you and you love us. What is your perception of Eileen and I? Oh my gosh. And what we do? That's gonna make me cry. <clears throat> first of all, I have never seen a love like this in my life. Mm. In my life, since I was a little girl. That's the first thing. A love, a marriage like this, where you truly love and cherish and reverence and honor each other, is beyond me. The other thing is the way you risk your lives. The faith that you have. It's not only in your words. It's not only in your hearts. 
you act it out, you live it. And like it says in the Bible, faith without works is dead. And I've never seen two people who work their faith so boldly, so boldly. It's a true inspiration and it takes away all my fear. I was here at training camp with my son in January and I left that training camp a new woman, Mm. a new woman. There was chains and bondage that were lifted from me Mm. that I've lived with for 50 years. Mm. Gone. God has anointed you. Thank you. God has chosen you. That's so powerful. And we're great. Ninjas. Ninjas again, chopping chopping onions. onions. (laughs) These these are tears, but they're man tears. (laughs) If you see them, man tears. They jump off my chin and do mountain climbers and low crawl away. (laughs) I didn't mean to cry. Uh, (laughs) Last question. Yeah. Probably the most important that we ever ask people is, we're all going to die. If the rapture doesn't come, we're going to change our address. We will die. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're 110 mm-hmm. and you're, it's time. Your heart stops beating. Oh, I'm going to heaven. And God's going to say, you did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Hit it, Mikey. Because I just <laughs> want to dance. I got no questions. I don't want any more information. I just want to dance. I just oh. want to dance with Jesus. That's it. Oh. I love it. That's yes. it. That's so beautiful. Good answer. Yes. And, and why do you believe that? How oh, did you come to this I belief? Know. I know. I know. I know. I know. He's shown me. He's shown me through every tear, through every heartbreak, through every oh. trial, every single solitary, everything he's taken away from me, everything he's given me. Yeah. He has shown me. And he's brought me so much closer to him through every single one of those things. For, so for every pain mm. and every tear I've cried, I am so grateful mm. because I know him that much more. Yeah. I you, know. You really do know him. I know. You, you know, there's a, there's a young mom watching right now. There's a single mom with kids struggling. There's a woman who's been abused. There's a divorced wife who doesn't feel her worth. And... There's there's young men who are a son to a mom who's sitting go who've hated to see what their mom has endured because of the lack of real men. Would you say the best thing they can do is put their faith and trust in Christ? That's it. You're watching, you're listening now. I mean, and this is you're just here with us. The reality is we don't want you to die and not have the assurance of salvation in heaven. So what we believe here at this table because of the word of God and our own experience with him is that the cross of Christ is enough. We've talked about it, that your sins can be forgiven because that's what keeps us out of heaven. Uh, God requires perfection. And for us, we've never achieved it. We never will. But one person has, Jesus Christ. He claimed to be the son of God. He claimed to be the only way to the Father. And we would just say from our perspective, and from the word, that if you put your faith and trust in Christ and follow Jesus, you can have that same assurance. So if you're out there and you're saying, boy, that that is me right now. I'm in a dark spot. Or, I'm like, my gosh, you could be successful and still empty. I will say this. Mm-hmm. Let me pray for you right now. And just simply, you can say this prayer out loud or in your heart, but just say, God, I need you, and I want what they have. I want what they're talking about. Jesus, 
You died on the cross, so I want to follow you. I want to put my faith and trust in you. And I believe you're the Son of God, and I believe right now that I'm forgiven and that I can have my assurance in heaven. So I surrender my life to you, and Jesus, please be my Lord. I want to grow. I want to know you and uh, even be your disciple. I want to walk close with you. And, and thank you for dying on the cross for me. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we want to get you on your journey uh, of faith. And we'd ask that you would just uh, contact us through victormarks.com. Send us a, a contact and say, I prayed with you and Eileen and Stacy. And, and, and maybe you're coming back to the Lord because we've all done that too, where you just, you've drifted away and you're coming back to the Lord. Just shoot us an email. Uh, you can go to our website, victormarks.com. And then I'd love to, to send you some resources that will help you grow. Doesn't cost anything. It's our gift to you. Just like salvation is God's gift to you through Christ. Stacy, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We're excited about the future and uh, more training. Yes. And, uh, hey, if we do a film uh, about our life story, because we've had people, wouldn't it be cool if you could play Eileen? I would love to play Eileen. Yes, I would love that. That would be an honor. Wouldn't wouldn't that be fun? Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys, wherever you are and whatever lane you're running in, be faithful. Trust God, honor Him, and get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.